Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest with you. Hey, today is National Orange Juice Day. I remember as a kid... Drinking orange juice out of the Minute Maid paper container from the fridge every day when I would get home from school. I would chug it. Right you would put the, your lips on it for the whole the family lip to on share? on the carton. Yeah. Oh. The whole family didn't really drink it. I think I was the only one. Then, then they introduced, when I was a kid, they introduced calcium fortified orange juice. Orange yeah, juice I still don't calcium. know what that means. Oh, yeah. no, it, because people drink milk for calcium. So they're like, oh, drink orange juice and we'll put calcium in it. And you can get your calcium from our orange juice. Nice. The beef between OJ and milk. They were just like, it was always a competition. Have, have orange juice and milk always been at odds? Because I've seen many know. breakfast commercials where they've got glasses of both. Right, or they have like a bowl of cereal and then someone's also drinking a glass of orange juice. It's like, I've never in my life had cereal with a glass of orange juice. Oh, I have as a kid. Me too. Oh, that's, really? Yeah, that that's what we drank. never a thing for me. Seems I think weird. orange juice and milk have tried to try to be friends, you know, over the years. You know, there's one room for everyone. It's one or the other for me. Well, I skip breakfast now, so <laughs> neither of y'all are in my life. I basically do, Milk, too. orange juice. I'm with you. <laughs> All right, today, guys, we have uh, sunshine and warmer. Going to get into the 80s, 90s inland. So we all have pet peeves. One of a common pet peeve I know with all of us, and it's because of what we do for a living, mm-hmm. is when people are late or really late. And late all the time. Yeah. It's annoying. It dry. Like, it dry, I feel so much anxiety if I'm running late. It just makes me crazy. Yeah. But then I have people in my life who just never are on time by a lot. Me too. And Same. with you, it's Becca, right, Tanya? Yes. And I love her to death. You know, uh, with your best friends, you take the good and the bad. And she's been chronically late our entire friendship and it's just something that I know about her and I also just kind of expect it and it is what it is and normally I don't care because you know it's something social and you know whatever 
but we do a podcast together and it's at the same time every single week and yet she's always for the session she's late she's always late and sometimes it's not bad sometimes it's like five minutes sometimes it's 10 sometimes you know no, but any little yeah. bit is disrespectful especially professionally so i was thinking about telling her that it, everything's going to be 15 start 15 minutes earlier so that way she's on time but then I, I feel bad all the time. But I feel yeah. bad lying, and then I'd have to get not, other people involved. First of all, you should feel good that you're not harsher about it, right? Because you're not saying, "Look, either you hold up your end of the deal, or I got to find another Becca to scrub with here." I would never. You know? She's my best friend. Okay, well, listen, we're talking about the job, right? 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 Like, if we were 15 minutes late every day, uh, they'd call <laughs> us and go, "Guys, sorry, but yeah. JoJo's taking over." You know? Right. But now with with this whole giving people false times, I've done this for, I don't feel bad about it. I've done this. The parents to my God kids run late. They just run late. And I, we work in a world where every 15 minutes is a big deal because we have to go to bed at 8.30. We have to go to bed at whatever time. You can't just like let things linger. So if something starts socially late, it spills into your you time to rest and sleep and recover and get ready for the next day. Also, we are in a medium that is immediate. Right. And so things are by the seconds here. Like I know Lotto's song is two minutes and 48 seconds. So my brain thinks like that. Yeah. Right. Like two minutes and 48 seconds late is different than two minutes late. I know. So I don't think I you should you feel it. guilt. Yeah. I don't think you should feel guilt saying if the session's at two it starts at 145. And then make everybody else lie to her too? You're not making anybody do anything. You're trying to get her there on time. Or just start the session at 145, but not really till 2. Right, right, right. Like That's what I'm saying. Prep. No matter what, you're still going to be waiting 15 minutes for her because now you're going to be ready at 145 because you're just, your brain's going to go there. I you're think, still going to wait. Uh, the other way to address it is to say, hey, look, Becca, I love you. You're my best friend, but I find this disrespectful. Yeah, but it is people's time is the most valuable commodity we have. I know, but you know what's interesting is I think that there's like because I remember Patty used to say this all the time. She just there's like a chip in her where she just like can't get places on time. Like she would always say it's just there's just something about her brain that she just can't do it. I don't believe that. I don't think that there's no chip. It's you, possible, you, 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 right? You she either, makes it on time for airplanes, right? right. Barely You're responsible and respectful. Your time, their time. It's a it's a big deal to me. I think we've had guests on this show that have run late, and we have said, "Sorry, we're out of time." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like some some people cannot figure out how to make it within an hour. Yeah, she's also the person that's like running onto the plane. Like I will be seated in my why, seat, buckled so in. So let's and go she back runs. to the root of that. Why does she wait to the last minute? Why does she do that? There's got to be a reason. I know. That's that what I'm saying. I don't think it's disrespectful because I'm like, it, it's it, not just to me. It's not. It's just everything in her life. But she can't do that to people's time. <laughs> she, just do you want us to okay. talk to her? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to have her on the air. Yeah, should we wake her up? I really would love to have a conversation with her about being on time. <laughs> okay. Do, have y'all? Do you know? Like I Jones, if things, if we're waiting here for what seconds? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I know. I mean, it makes me. Because we have so much to do, and it's all like got to get done by certain times, you know. Right, and things stack up. Like if you book like a conference call right after, then that oh gets everything bummed. gets shifted. Yeah. Oh, I remember there was a guest or two. 
I think there were two coming together. Mm-hmm. And Amy Sugarman kept telling me, because we, in this show, we do plan it a little bit. And so if, like, we're planning to have somebody on before nine o'clock, and I keep saying that, and they're not here by nine o'clock, then I feel like we've let ourselves down. <laughs> well, Amy Sugarman kept telling me that, was it Amy, right? Yeah. Amy. Kept telling me, I kept calling her during the songs, where are these guests? We keep saying they're going to be here by nine. And she kept telling me, they're in the elevator. And then I called back five minutes later. She said, no, no, they're coming up in the elevator. <laughs> so she was actually telling me they're in the elevator. They were still in the car yeah. coming over the hill. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, I shouldn't let that stuff tweak me so much, but it does. That was like five years ago and you still can't let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll ever have them back. I don't remember who they were. No, but... one of them was great. Yeah. <laughs> one of them was great. The one that was on time. The one that was on time. <laughs> the one that was on time. <laughs> um, but the other thing is I don't like being, I know when you're telling me a BS time story, like they're in the elevator three times, really the elevator, we're two floors up. You yeah, know, we're not in the elevator <laughs> for 20 minutes to get to the yeah. third floor. <laughs> can never lie to you. Uh, <sighs> all right, guys, here we go. Your morning hack is next. So anyway, I agree, Tanya. We should have Becca on the line. Sissy and I will have a conversation mm-hmm. about it. We're happy to do it in a friendly way. All and right. that way it's not on your friendship. Just to find out like what the root is with the waiting to the last minute. Yeah, I, I'm curious because I, I know like, people, we people are like this. I might be like this if we didn't have these kinds of jobs. Right. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get to your morning hack this morning. Sometimes you have no control over when your job interview is, but they say this is the best situation to be in if you want to get hired. Go last to the interview. Go last. Last in line, last in sequence, last in order, last appointment. Find out when interviews are happening and schedule yourself late in the day on the last day. Top of mind. It's if called, you have the choice. Sometimes they tell you this day, this time, you show up. It's called recency bias. Recency bias? Recency bias. Huh. Recent. Therefore, it's in your head and you're clouded by everyone uh, else. And so, therefore, it's clearer if you're the last person. The last person interviewed is hired 56% of the time. Oh, my God. That was 50-50. It's not that good. That, that's 56. a good trick, too, for your dating life. Like, if you're stacking up some dates, always do the drink after dinner, not before. Huh? What? Like, if you're go- if you're going to go on a couple dates in a in night. the same night? Yeah. I don't know that wow. there's a high percentage of people running that, but. Mm-hmm. Food for thought. <laughs> okay. Quote today. You glow differently when your confidence is fueled by belief in yourself instead of validation of others. It's such a great quote. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, rolling up on seven. Let's go. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. All right, so comedian Dave Chappelle, he was attacked on stage during a comedy performance at the Hollywood Bowl last night. Chappelle was on stage as part of the Netflix is a Joke comedy festival. The suspect, identified as a 23-year-old Isaiah, G- Isaiah Lee, jumped on stage and tackled Chappelle as he was leaving. LAPD said that Lee was transported for medical treatment at a local hospital where he was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon. Airbnb this month is ending its coronavirus-era cancellation policy that 
allows travelers to cancel a reservation for virus-related reasons, and that's going to kick in on May 31st. And going forward, Airbnb noted that the company is working on a guest travel insurance product that will be available to customers in certain countries. And Taylor Swift is headed to the Tribeca Film Festival next month in New York. She will turn up to support a special screening of the short film for All Too Well, which she wrote, directed, produced, and starred in. But Taylor won't just be there to watch the film. She's also going to sit down for a conversation about her approach as a filmmaker. The 2022 Tribeca Film Festival takes place June 8th to 19th, and Taylor's appearance is set for June 11th. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. So I saw this early, watching the very, very, very early edition, when it's still dark edition of the news, and they told us about the incident at the Hollywood Bowl. Now, you think about going to the Hollywood Bowl, and many of you have been or you've seen it, it's like an exciting experience. It's one of those things you look forward to for months, if you've got tickets or weeks, if you find out you're going, or if you get invited mm-hmm. as a, for, like a guest, you're so stoked, because you're out in the middle of a neighborhood <laughs> in Hollywood. Yeah, it's under really beautiful. the stars. And every time I'm there, I think this is such an experience and such a beautiful, peaceful, lovely experience. Mm-hmm. And so last night at the bowl, Dave Chappelle was on stage and he got rushed and tackled like full speed. This guy comes out of nowhere and essentially like you would see in a football game, the ball carrier getting tackled. Here's the audio of what we have. Make some noise for hip hop history. Guy runs on stage and tackles him. The crowd can't believe it. Now, you're not supposed to bring your phones in, so there is a little bit of video circulating, but not as much as you would think if everybody had their phones. Yeah, because they were taping for the Netflix special. So phones were supposed to be uh, you know, left at home or in your vehicle, but some people did realize they had a... a I think one of the phones that captured it, the owner didn't realize they had a second phone and somehow had the second phone out when this happened. There's and ways you can to sneak see them it. in. Yeah. Well, yeah, didn't realize. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. anyway, it was captured, and it's it's just nuts to see this kind of thing. And then Chris, now, so here's the whole. It was D- Dave is fine. Um, the the person that charged him was put into an ambulance and taken yeah. to the hospital. But you had you had Chris Rock there as well. Other comedians were there, uh, and here's what Chris Rock said. Afterwards, was that Will Smith? He said, "Was that Will Smith?" I but, mean, everyone's thinking it. Well, yeah, but like, where is the barrier of civility here? You know, it's yeah. like you've got that happening on worldwide television. Does that give? I mean, does that give in some people's heads the permission for them to go do it? Then yeah, it's yeah. as if that has never I've not seen that happen before at the Hollywood Bowl and yet weeks after the Oscars that happens I think that's one of the issues why what happened at the Oscars was such a big deal because now it's opening up the doors for the crazies well they're also I don't know if you're following the NBA but there are more people rushing the NBA games than in the past as well because there's imagery that was projected around the world of it happening and it's not even the imagery it's the lack of accountability immediately after the fact you know it's like we saw it we saw nothing happen and every, like there was no, everything seemed to be okay for the rest uh, yeah, of no that accountability for his cast. actions so it's like <sighs> well think about your on stage i mean we're talking to uh coming up on friday 
We've got uh, someone who's going to be performing actually at Dodger Stadium, and this is a big mm-hmm. deal. Gabriel Iglesias, he's doing yeah. comedy at Dodger Stadium. Right? What's running through his mind now? Right. I mean, you're going like, to be up on gonna stage. What's it going to come down to? Big old gates around the stage or big old gates around the field so that nobody can enter? But scary. The show went on. I know. I mean, Dave even eventually kind of, I think he made a joke about it afterwards, but man. So the guy, 23-year-old guy, he was armed with a gun, with a knife. He was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon after they had taken him to the local hospital. Wow. It's just, you hate to see this stuff. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. So TikTok health trends, they're are so many things that are being revealed that just weren't until TikTok became a thing. So a few weeks ago, we were talking about this, and a lot of them go viral, but are they? do they work? Are they real? Are they doctor-approved? Are they safe? So here's one. And I, we saw all these on TikTok. Drinking aloe vera juice. I actually like aloe. I like the taste of aloe. Why are you tasting it? Sometimes it's in my shot at the juice store. Is that right? Yeah, huh. they put a little aloe. It's like gel in the shot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. What's the place? Press juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Creation, one of those two. Yeah, that's like the. That's called it. like the Mor Mauricio's favorite, Marcia Margiano's favorite. Mm. No, <laughs> that might yeah, not fit right. on the bottle. It's very small. That's how you put on your skin when you're sunburned. Well, yeah, I think it's good for a lot of things. But drinking aloe vera juice, it's said to clear breakouts, improve digestion, and improve your well-being. Well. If it works, I'm in, right? Mm-hmm. Is that true? They say no. So there you go. It could be really bad for you. It could be bad for you. Shoot. Well, who's out there saying it's all good? All right, next one. Nasal tanning spray. What is that? Nasal tanning spray. Apparently, it's a spray that activates certain hormones. They say it will tan your skin even indoors. Okay, well, that to me just doesn't sound like whatever <laughs> works. I don't need to check with it. TikTok doctors on that. So, and no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, All right. How about this one? Rice water for your hair. Rice water for your hair. TikTok health trends. Supposedly the okay. water left after cooking rice. So you cook the rice, take the water, mm-hmm. will make your hair long and glossy okay. and promote growth. All right. Cool it down, I'm assuming. Does not work. So far, none of these have worked. What? I Do try these things too. When I see something, I'm like, oh, yeah. But we need to check it. Otherwise, it's just a waste of cooking rice. <laughs> hydrogen peroxide for earwax. TikTokers for earwax. are pouring hydrogen peroxide in their ears to reduce earwax. Does it work? I don't like pouring anything in my ear. No. Yeah. I, I, even liquid. when I get swimming pool water in my ear, when I do my flip turns, I hate shaking my head out, and then I hurt my neck shaking my head. Mm-hmm. Anyway, does it Same work? Boat. They say it does work, though. Hydrogen peroxide does work. I remember actually back in swim practice, when we got an earache, they would put hydrogen peroxide in your ear. And then it sounds like bubbles. Like That's just that, dangerous, yeah, though, because like you might take away too much earwax, and you have to have a certain amount. to. The earwax is good. You don't want to take all of it out. I'd like to get mine out. Me too. Who wants to put their tongue in there? <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously. Your you tongue in your deep. ear hole? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like in deep your in your hole. canal. Hold on. You're not even hearing this. <laughs> Who puts their tongue in the ear hole? I get in the ear. Yeah. In the ear canal? Yeah. The lobe for sure. Maybe not not in the canal, but like because around. You're talking about different geography here. The lobe is Florida, like the peninsula. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The canal is much She's more in... up the seaboard. 
No red. one has ever put their tongue in your ear. Not in my like canal? in no. the canal. No. I think that is. But earwax serves a purpose. You're supposed to keep some in you. It like helps from weird things going in there. All right. Well, I feel like I always have too much in my ear for my headphones. <laughs> clogging you know making ear i think my headphones make the earwax because of the sound loud blah 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 anyway back to this tiktok health trends one more chlorophyll water tiktokers are putting drops of liquid chlorophyll in a glass of water and saying it boosts energy clears acne does it work debatable but it's likely safe i think chlorophyll is good for you for something so i i wouldn't protest that one but more or less from the ones we pulled most of them on tiktok don't work Good luck. How you doing, Mario? Hey, good. How are you? Doing well, bro. How can we help you? Okay, so uh, I've been seeing this girl for uh, three months, and she uh, she just asked me to take a home fertility test. So, uh, yeah, I guess they have these kits now where you can test your fertility at home or something. Wow. Um, yeah, the thing is, is we're not even technically boyfriend and girlfriend, though. Um, like have we're you talked about having a family together? Oh, no, no, that's, yeah, that's like, no, but she seems to be sort of jumping into it kind of, you know, off the bat. Uh, we what did about you say when she asked for this? We, uh, I, I was kind of like, is this, do you think this is necessary? It's um, a fertility test for you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she said she wants to make sure I have, uh, good swimmers before we I take this to the next level. there's tests like that for guys. Oh, my, my. Well, I was saying it yeah. could go either way. Either, I, did she want to know you are ready or not ready for safety reasons? I think she wants to make sure that I can have kids uh, with her. How long have you guys been together? <laughs> three months. Th- three months, yeah. Oh, no. This yeah, no, exactly. I, I personally, I just think we should, we should date and just... Well, it seems we like she's putting it. the cart before the horse on this. If you guys are together and talking about kids together and what that might be or look like then maybe you both want to see where you stand but it seems a little soon and out of order right in terms of the way sequence of things yeah she's she she in her mind she's like why start the journey if we know we're never going to reach the finish line okay um, well okay i don't know i mean we are uh, both in our mid-30s, so I guess she doesn't want to waste time, but, like, I don't know. Well, how do you feel? You don't feel comfortable with it, or you don't think that you, she's the one that you want to have kids with yet or anyway? Like, where are you? It's, it's not even that I don't want to. It's just it feels so soon to be, like, thinking about that, planning that out initially, you know? It's kind so, of invasive. Yeah, like, maybe you say, honestly, look, I think this is... Uh, this I need we need to get to know each other better. We need yeah. to spend more time together better yeah. before this intimate test access. is taken. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah. I don't think you're wrong, Mario. I, I, I like think... if somebody told me three months in to go get my eggs checked, I'd be like, <laughs> "See ya, dude." Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, she's she's awesome. She's like she's great, and I enjoy she, being with her. It's just she? this one thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. is she awesome? If she's like, hey, listen, I'd love to get to know you, but but first, let me find out if you're a contender. You know, it seems like it seems a little, to me. It doesn't seem yeah. so romantic. Um, no. Yeah, it seems very mechanical, and she's trying to rule you out if you can't. Moving on, you know what I mean? Like it but doesn't give seem it some like... more months to see if you guys are even talking about this kind of thing before. All right, Mario, thank you for calling. Uh, appreciate it. And good luck. I have never All right, thank heard you. something like Bye. that ever.
Wow. Mark, what do you know about those? Those are real. I looked them up. Those are real things. You can get them now at CVS. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a sensitive conversation <laughs> to have at the right time. Three months? That girl's but they haven't even talked about being well, together. No, she's not crazy. But if she wants to have kids immediately, then that's something they should be on the same page about. But they should have the kids conversation before she's like just testing him. For sure. Seems weird. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We're stopping the show for a second. I have $500 sprint cash coming. We're stopping the show in its tracks for a second. And Tanya, thank you for addressing this. You're welcome. Yes. You were saying that you have a little bit of an issue with your best friend. You're trying to figure out how to resolve it. And that she's always late. Yeah. And not just socially, but for your podcast sessions too. Well, she's, it's not a, a disrespect thing because she's just late in general in life. Like, she's the last person no, on the that's flight. That's disrespectful to yeah. everybody she's late for. You're enabling her. You are. You can't do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, if you let someone continue to do that to everybody else, that's just, I, I don't, it's not, okay. it's a yeah. real disrespect. It's a, it's a pet peeve of mine. It stops now. We're going to talk to her about it, all right? I know it's your best friend, so we're going to take your personal relationship out of it, and we're going to address it with her. Becca? <laughs> Hi. Scrubbing in. Congratulations on the success of scrubbing in. <laughs> I am nervous about what Tanya's talking about. Oh, don't, bother don't, me. don't be nervous. We were expecting oh, did you a she few not, minutes Does she ago, not know though. what's going on? Mm. No. Uh, before we get to it, let's just congratulate Becca. Win our two People's Choice Awards for Best Podcast. That's right, baby. <laughs> Thank <Congrats>. you, Ryan. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, Becca, let me just cut to it, right? Okay. Uh, we were talking about the tremendous success in chemistry that you and Tanya have on your podcast and in your friendship in real life. Mm -hmm. And then Tanya, we often, you know, we are here many hours and we often just ramble and fall into these conversations. <laughs> and we fell into this conversation about being on time. And Tanya may have said that you're not on a regular basis. <laughs> and I said, well, that's not okay. Um, you know, that to me is a bit, it's a pet peeve of mine. And I mm -hmm. said, we, we need to find out why that is. She said, no, 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 it's fine because she's late to a plane. She's late to parties. She's also late to the podcast. It's like, it's fine because that's what she does. I said, no, no, there's something we need to get to the root. There's a root thing there. I need to know why she's always late. So I actually said with Sissini, we'll call Becca and we'll talk to her about this. That's so right. why is it that you run behind in general? Um, well, I don't actually have like the answer because otherwise I would not be late to everything. I think if there's an answer there of like a solution, I don't think I would be late to everything still, but I, I've been talking about this in therapy. So thank Good. you for continuing the conversation. <laughs> on the public We're platform. here. This is free therapy yeah, yeah. for anybody that listens. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I was going to say. Thank you for opening up the com my private problems for, you know, a large listening platform. Um, I Tanya. think there might be like some social anxiety attributed to it. And I don't like to be first anywhere. Like Tanya loves being the first to an event. I hate getting there early and being the first to arrive and then being the one that has to like start the conversations. And yes, then I it's think a lot there's of pressure. Also, there's a lot of pressure. And then there's another aspect of it. I think where I get, if I get ready too soon, I feel like I could maybe take on do like one more thing before I leave and then it right. just 
sets me back. I don't, yeah. I no, listen, know, but, I, first of all, yeah. I'm thrilled that you're talking about this in therapy because I said to Tanya, this is bigger <laughs> than just her running behind. There's a root problem here. And a root I problem, yeah. do relate to the social anxiety of showing up to something and being the only one there because I'm going to tell you something, Becca. I am the worst at a party and I am the worst at an event and I'm the worst at, what do you call that conversation? Small, small talk. talk. Small talk. I, oh, small. Hey, I loathe small talk. I can't. I'm so uncomfortable. You can see me looking around and fidgeting when I do it. And it's ironic <laughs> that you have a podcast and I do this, but I understand <laughs> it. <laughs> and I don't like to give toasts either. Oh, I hate. I hate doing that. <laughs> so I, listen. Yeah. I, I'm, so how I'm do you how do you stay on? How do you stay on time for everything that you do? <laughs> because it starts with or without me, right? Like, for example, on Monday, Sunday, whatever, Disney night was Sunday, right? So on Sunday night, we did Disney night on American Idol. At 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, at 0, 0, 0, 0, 0 on the clock, it starts. And if I'm not there, it starts without. So I have in my brain... I've got to get there because things in my work life start and you're supposed to be there when they go because they're live. So I've conditioned my re now I have the opposite problem in a way, Becca, where I need to talk to my therapist about. <laughs> I look at everything in minutes. Like if we had dinner, I'd be like, we can have dinner for 45 minutes and I have to go. You know, I'm I, the I, same I, way. And I'd like, oh, I'd, wow. like a, I'd have a hard out. I can have dinner with you till seven, but not seven oh one. But that's my issue. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's what I do with Becca if I invite her over for, like, Taco Tuesday. I'm like, it starts at 6. We're going to do a hard out by 830. <laughs> yeah, that's like, a long window. I think there's some, like, I think there might be some, this is for my situation. I think there's some control issues also there of, like, someone telling me what to do and where to be on time. Like, I think there's that element, which also right. isn't healthy. So you're you protesting know? anyone telling you what to do. <laughs> Yeah, like I, yeah. I, all jokes aside, this is good. I, I think like this it's therapy. that deep rooted. <laughs> that could have been from a relationship. It could have been what? from something in your past. <laughs> yeah. Why can't you just give yourself like a thirty-minute buffer, like whatever time? That's how I feel. Whatever time it is. No, not a buffer on the other end. Before, <laughs> before the time that you're supposed to be there. I was like, thank you. You get it. No, a buffer. That's all I need. <laughs> if it's 2 o'clock, just in your brain, know that it's one thirty. Like, it's one thirty. it's one thirty, and then you'll get there at 2. Yeah, so if it's 2 o'clock, my brain says one forty-five to 2.15 is the... Oh, that's the, the mistake. Uh, yeah. There is no 30-minute window in a minute-to-minute -minute schedule. But I'm telling you guys, Patty was the same way. She had the same thing. She was like, my brain's just not wired that way. And so that's how I feel like it is with Becca. Well, just so like let's agree, because this session is up. <laughs> let's agree that the podcast, because Tanya does have a tight schedule that can ripple in its delay mm -hmm. if things don't run relatively on track <laughs> that i can relate to um right. the she needs podcast to get to her session you should start on time podcast. yeah she got to get to robbie's on time to prepare taco <laughs> tuesday but let's all aim to start the podcast session on time we'll go from there and becca do we agree i mean i'm am i am i I'm late occasionally for the podcast, but it's like, I don't think I've been more than 10 minutes late in the last like year or so because oh, it's been on Zoom. 
<laughs> but that's late. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Becca, I need you to ask your therapist about my issue too and get back to me. Okay, yeah, I, I'll talk to I talk uh, to her tomorrow, so I'll. So just seriously, that. you come back. <laughs> I want you to come back. Yeah. What does she say about people who have the opposite issue, which is everything is minute to minute to minute, and they're they're like crazy in the head about you that? You can't use your therapy Ryan, questions yeah, in I'm her like, time. Yeah, I can. I'm Why? like Ryan. I'm paying a lot of money to yeah, get. Yeah, I'm paying for the session. <laughs> I just want a fast <laughs> answer. Your problem. Well, maybe have I her call me then. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll do. I'll just be like, she, hey, well, can we call in real quick? Yeah, we'll call, I'll call into her. She'll call into me. Whatever. But we oh want to answer again. My Venmo, and 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 we can exchange for the I'll Venmo you. This, yeah, we'll Venmo the session. Venmo <laughs> her the twelve minutes. Wait, Tony, you're doing the podcast with Becca. I'm doing therapy with Becca. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole. It's a whole new spinoff. All right. <laughs> therapy with Ryan and Becca. It's healthy for all of us. Yeah, it's great. The number one wherever you get your podcast. All right, thanks, Becca, for coming on. Good luck. Thank you. Tony's not upset. It's not upset. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm really not. Right. Bye. Bye. Uh, you know, healthy conversation right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember first time I ever came to L.A., I landed LAX, took the super shuttle to the Sportsman's Lodge, and oh, I was here. Right here. Yeah. I was here auditioning for Gladiators 2000, the kids' version of American Gladiators. Oh, and I you thought, got it. I got the job. But I thought oh, wow. I was big time staying at the Sportsman's Lodge in the Valley. Woo! Like that's you. that's a spot in the inner inner inners of. It's right by a studio, the CBS Radford yeah, Studios. It's you iconic. feel like you right. You feel like you're in it. Mm-hmm. But the Super Shuttle was a cool concept, and you've got something that may even save you more. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of people might not know about Metro Micro, and what it does is an on-demand service that operates within eight zones around Los Angeles County. So Watts, Compton, LAX, Inglewood some parts of the San Fernando Valley and so on. So it's not like Uber pool or a lift line, but you do put in your start point and your end point in this nation. And then when they do come and pick you up, literally the ride is $1 if you're within the zone. How do they make money? With gas prices. <laughs> I don't know. I, if I invested That's not in, our problem. No, but if I was one of the angel investors of Metro Micro and you're doing rides for a dollar with gas prices where they are, yeah, is is this is this kind of like one of those situations where they get you in and then charges come later if you right, keep right. using then them? Like, like you know, yeah, they get you in the door yeah. at a dollar and then somehow I you subscribe. I think if you go further, it'll be more. But basically, like if you were to take an Uber somewhere that was a certain distance within the zone, it might cost you twelve dollars, let's say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if you take it here, like let's if it's like somewhere within the zone of like that area. To go get a haircut or to go to Target or to just go run an errand or go meet up your friends for happy hour real quick where you don't want to drive. It tossed you $1. It's one of those things that seems too good to be true, and I'm always skeptical about that. One of us needs yeah. to go try it out. <laughs> well, listen, Tanya, when's the next time you and Robbie are going out on the town? Yeah, and I was going to say, this feels like a Sydney assignment. She brought it to us. <laughs> see it through, girl. See it through. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, yes, I can't. Take they, it to... We'll, Sugar they can't fish. Put it in the car seats. <laughs> take no. Take it. You take it to Sugarfish one day for your your sneaky lunch. I should and walk to Sugarfish. <laughs> I knew you got your home close enough to where you could get your sushi. I knew it. No, no, no. The Sugarfish moved to me. It's almost like yeah, it was the universe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have Ruby joining us on the microphone here. Hello. Ruby is senior producer. Yes. On air. I'm loving on it too so far. Are you having a good time? I am. Yes. What's the worst part? Um, off the t- I can't think of anything off top. 
Maybe just year. having to get up a little bit earlier. Probably yeah, that yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, that never that never goes away. Everyone says you never get used to it. See, people used to tell me when I started here, they're like, ah, oh, after two years, you'll be totally used to it. Well, it's been 20. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. So let, let's just, I always, I think, Sisney, Tanya, we always interested in everybody's life, including our own. But I, I've always said it's most important that, you know, Sisney, happily married, all, you know, at peace, Tanya, whatever she wishes for that she's there and at peace mm-hmm. before I focus on myself. You know, mm-hmm. I always want to get them in a place where there, there's peace and happiness and love and joy before myself. Whatever. And I was about to start focusing on me and then Ruby comes in. <laughs> so now I've got to focus on Ruby's peace, love, joy, and happiness first before I focus on me. So Ruby, as I understand it, because you told us, you and your boyfriend had been together for a while and the next phase would be a proposal right okay, yeah where are we on that so actually we went to the bay a couple weeks ago and his parents were like oh we know this jeweler he's great he'll give you a good deal for the ring and like great quality and all this stuff and they're like you have to go to him and then so it's like this was a conversation at dinner and then um like he just keeps on bringing it up. He's like, we went to a quinceanera and he's like, oh my God, our wedding's going to be so fun. Like, it's just going to be great. Like our families being together because they both love to party. So he's like, it's just going to be such a good time. And he I just- need to spend time with your dad. Just mm-hmm. pin, pin in that. <laughs> the salsa make, the sauce make. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. I just, I'm putting a pin. This is, a, but I need to spend time with him because of the sauce that you guys make. Oh my God. Fun. He is a, he's out of control. He's, he's a good time though. <laughs> Okay, good. Now, so anyway, so families together, all the talk, and then no action. Yes, no action yet. But I feel weird. Like I, like obviously, I'm, I'm down. I'm ready. I'm ready to go down that route. Like I definitely, you know, love him, want to be with him. Um, but I don't like to like give the ultimatum. Well, how long, Sissini? <laughs> how long? Sometimes you just gotta give an ultimatum, girl. How how long has this um, public? talk been about the proposal like how long has he been saying it out loud to so many people um probably more so within the last like two years oh, oh so my. A long time. yeah it's know. been a minute but yeah that means it could be coming yeah but also i'm like he's been saying it for a while and to be fair like when we first met he was like like i i want to get like i want to get married like i want to marry you like yeah. even when we first started dating so within the first couple years he would say that and I always thought it was kind of like, okay, this is sweet, this is cute. But more so lately, he's like, very like, I can't wait. When is this gonna happen? But I'm like, I'm just waiting. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Maybe this is all part of the plan, right? To throw you off, to put you into this space mm-hmm. so that he can pull off his surprise that he's been thinking about ever since he met you. Because I got to tell you, I don't know him, but it sounds like he's a good guy. And if he was already saying that out of the gate and still, I love that he's excited about your families. I, I like the family part. Yeah, that makes me happy. Very important. <laughs> um, but I think maybe this is part of the plan. Like he's wanting to get you all sort of worked up about it and then whew, comes in for the surprise. Think, now, does he know for a fact that like you will say yes and you want to marry him and that's your plan as well? Or does oh, yeah. he have any hesitation? No, no, no. We have conversations like how many people we want at our wedding, where we want to have it. Oh. Like, we have these conversations. So he knows I'm definitely down. <laughs> well, the way we address things here is we talk to him. <laughs> oh, 
No, I don't know we if you've been that. listening lately. We no. had Beck on earlier. No. no we don't. Yeah, but we don't no. solve things. We, Let me tell you, that's not going to solve it. I don't think I don't think so. But sometimes, okay, I think with, with Michael, when I, we were like having these conversations and such, probably around the same time, like two years of talking about, will we get married? Yes, we will. When, when, when. And for him, and I don't know if it's like a guy thing, but he really wanted to have like all his ducks in a row before he proposed. He wanted to like not have any more debt and he wanted to maybe figure out like where we were going to live like and all that. Like, and so that might be some of the pressures that he's still thinking about and you need to reassure him that stuff doesn't matter. Right. Like, like don't, don't wait they for that moment. But I know, but like if I would have sat around we, Michael and I just finished paying off his student loans this year. Like, and we've been married for eight years. You know what I mean? And so it's like, if I would have waited for him to pay off his student loans, like right. he probably would never be married. So I think you got to like reassure him in that sense. Maybe that stuff doesn't matter. Let's just do it. And then we'll do it together. We'll figure it out together. That's a good point. I never even like really thought about that. But uh, And just to add to this in a seasonal context, if this is not by fall, I, I, we might need to reapproach. Do I need to do the ultimatum? Give him an I, ultimatum? I, 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 I don't, don't like, know. I don't no, like that word. Me but I mean, you know, okay, spring, like summer, good hints. weather. Like, like let's get this thing like, done. Like this hey. year, twenty twenty two, such a cute. Your nails year. are ready, aren't they? I see <laughs> them. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. They're always ready. All right. Well, <laughs> so let's let's quickly sum this up, Sisney. What what are we? How are we leaving this? I think you have another conversation about about money because it really does come down to that i think sometimes and and just reassure him that it doesn't it doesn't matter that like you guys don't have stuff figured out already right you know like where are you going to live next year and all that's like forget it and then see where it goes and just be like i you know i want to marry you you know that and when it happens i'll be so happy right see and i don't know if like we just re-signed our lease with the sisters again for right. a year <laughs> so i don't know if that had something to do with it too of him being like he was so adamant on like us getting our own place. And He's like, let's do it. That was part of his vision, and like you know, uh, hmm. it'll go. It'll go by fast. <laughs> I think let's 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 see where we are come September. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Ruby. Thank you again. Want to make sure you have joy, love, peace, and happiness. Yeah. And don't focus on me. Now, Tanya, you have a trending report. Let's get into it. Yeah, and my trending report is about Lydia Ko. So she's the number three women's golfer in the world. And you might be asking, Tanya, when did you get into golf? Well, I'm not really into golf, but on Sunday during a tournament in Palos Verdes, she was seen receiving this treatment on her back, and she was asked by this reporter about it. And um, it was a Golf Channel reporter, and he asked if there was any long-term concern to which she responded, I hope not. It's that time of the month. And the reporter got all frazzled and she went on to say that during her period, she experiences tightness in her back, which I totally get. I get that too. And the reporter was really kind of left at a loss for words. And there seems to be this stigma or, you know, that it's taboo where athletes, women athletes are not supposed to talk about their periods. And it's kind of been, there's been a lot of talk going on about it and praise for, for Lydia because um, even some ESPN journalists were saying that we should normalize women in sports talking about their periods. It's not an excuse or an embarrassment. It's just a bodily function. And I just think the more we talk about it, the better, because I feel like I remember, you know, I used to stuff my tampon in my sleeves of my sweatshirt before I would go to the bathroom. And it's like, why am I hiding that? It's not embarrassing. I shouldn't be embarrassed about it. So just to understand more, 
you're comfortable talking about all kinds of things that are going on with you. Sisney, are you the same? Do you feel the same way? Because I feel like mm-hmm. it might depend on the person's comfort level of having I still like to put my tampon in my sleeve when I go walk to the bathroom and walk down the hallway and see some of my coworkers. Like, I don't want to bump into somebody and then I'm just holding my tampon. Just, so, for example, know, like, would you have that conversation, you know, to if, if you were competing reporter. in a sporting event, would you have that conversation with the ESPN reporter? Probably not, but that's just me. I don't know. Everybody's different. I don't need to like, I'm not embarrassed to hide it, but I don't need to like announce it. Does that make sense? Yeah, but it's also like so cool. (laughs) To be on your period? No, that like she's winning this tournament and she's (laughs) like getting this thing on her back and she's not embarrassed to say like, I'm on my period. My back is like really hurting me. You know, it's like we do go through it. We have these things once a month. Like sometimes... I'm in like excruciating pain. And if you if you asked me, I'd be like, dude, today sucks. Sometimes I say it within like people that I'm comfortable with, but I would not in an interview, I would never say that. I don't think. Not me. I guess I, I would like hide that it. I I like that both sides of the equation. I have Tanya who will has educated me significantly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and then actually Sisney, you have two you're very comfortable with things i think also maybe i know it's like this is something that's evolved in terms of a cultural dialogue but i also think that we're comfortable with each other here and we do talk about and you guys certainly do talk well, about yeah. those things that maybe if we just met i don't know maybe you would tanya maybe you wouldn't but if we were like week one of our show i don't know if we would in this because i always picture no one listening like i always yeah, think it's right. just True. us so things that I it's say to you now. It's different here with just like us. Yes, it's different yeah, but here. But things I even say to you guys now, I probably wouldn't have said in our first year because you, you, sure. you, you're just not comfortable. But again, I think it's only the three of us here in our own little Zoom. Yeah. Do you feel if you that? Pull, if you pull up the first year that I started working with you, I was a little bit what well, was really than I am like now. the first year in a, in a it was really eleven months because you had the first month off after you started. Oh, remember, John God. Ivy gave you the first month off. Do you remember that, that guys? Was, she was, signed oh the deal God. and got the first month it. off. Why did we get over it? <laughs> but I but still, I, you know what I mean, Tanya. I do know what you mean, but I just want you to know, Ryan, if you have any period questions, I like to consider myself like a period trailblazer. So you can just shoot them my way. If anybody listening has period questions or menstrual cup questions, I'm happy to help. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. The walls are down, and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's bring in Donnie Wahlberg from New Kids on the Block. You know, there are just certain shows you, your family, your friends, your siblings, you got to see. And New Kids on the Block is just one of those shows. And Donnie Wahlberg joining us right now. d how are you? What's up, guys? Hello, Ryan. You look great, buddy. Are you into a new fitness grind? I'm totally in tour prep mode, which means fitness grind, dancing grind, like full on creative mode for the tour. Um, So, yeah, I've been usually my routine is uh, in July. I start back on Blue Bloods. Yeah. Coming off of a tour. I'm in really great shape. And then I eat a lot of donuts and eat whatever I want till December, January, then January, I start getting in back into tour mode and s- stop eating the donuts and start behaving myself. Well, if you've ever seen Blue Bloods, you're obligated to eat on that show. Yeah. I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the big scene, isn't it? That's right. I always eat. Yeah. Every dinner scene, I eat like crazy. 
And, uh, you know, I like to add food to a lot of the scenes. So like, you know, if I'm in a car driving around with my partner, I say, let's get some donuts. And we just put them in the scene just because, <laughs> just to make it authentic. Um, we are going to give away in a second here, three nights to Hawaii, Donna Lulu, to see New Kids on Amazing. the Block is one of those nights, which I'm so wow. psyched for. And you should know, I was watching uh, Somebody Feed Phil. This is a food show I was watching. And it's on Netflix. And he was doing the foods of Honolulu. There are some incredible, like, strip mall restaurants there in Honolulu, Donna. I'm going to forward you some of the ideas because uh, there's some great food there. Speaking of uh, food. Um, now, I'm curious to know. I, I can only imagine what it was like when you and all the guys were in New Kids on the Block for the first handful of years on the road. What mm -hmm. the last few seconds were like before you hit the stage. But now, in these times... What are those moments like before the guys have to go out and be new kids on the block again on the stage? Well, first of all, I, I don't want to brush over the fact that you're giving away a three-day trip to Hawaii to see new kids. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the things I love about you, right? You love giving stuff away, and I love giving stuff away. <laughs> we haven't been to Hawaii in over 30 years, wow. and this is our first time going back to perform. I mean, I've been on vacation and stuff, of course. I love going to Hawaii. Um, it's amazing, and I can't but new kids have not been and so i cannot wait for us to go back um in terms of what it's like to go on stage you know it's pretty calm you know um i guess it's kind of like a if you were a rookie in in the nba or the nfl or something and you're about to go into a game you're all amped up it's like tom brady the first super bowl he played and he was smashing right, heads right. his helmet <laughs> off people and willie mcginnis uh, the famous Patriots linebacker said, hey, relax, relax. Um, and, uh, you know, years later, he probably walks out to the Super Bowl like, hey, man, let's go. It's another it's another game. Let's just be great and do our best. And that's yeah. kind of what it's like. We, we, we're grateful that our fans still care, that they still come to see us. We're in somewhat in awe that it's happening, but we're much calmer and very, you know, focused on saving energy for where it's important, which is on stage, not backstage with us goofing around before we walk out there. I mean, truly, Donnie Wahlberg with us, truly, New Kids on the Block can do this forever. I mean, that is reality, isn't it? As long as we can dance a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I think it's great you know, if you could just do a step later in life. Yeah, you just you know, evolve. Just when it. you're in your 70s, just do one step forward, one step back, you know, old Motown just, moves. Exactly. A half of a pelvic thrust. You know, I don't know. Our, we keep thinking our fans are loyal and dedicated blockheads. They're going to get tired of the pelvic thrusting. But <laughs> no. if there's a chance we could be in our 70s and they could be like, do it again. Uh, yes, that's it. People want it. All right, let's yeah. get this now. Caller 102, three nights as we were talking about Hawaii, New Kids on the Block, two tickets to the show on the Mixtape Tour. Make sure you look them up and check them out. Donnie, big love to you and Jenny. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you guys so much for always supporting and always just being the best. Appreciate you so much, Ryan. Thank you. See you soon, pal. Be well. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Gonna do it for us here. Kiss. Wait, I, Becca texted me and she said Ryan and I could never date because we would just be fighting about time twenty four seven. Well, I think there's several reasons why. Yeah, I know. I was like, uh, a, one of many. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ryan's roses coming up tomorrow. Be here for it and five hundred dollars spring cash and Wango Tango tickets every hour. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest.